Hey everybody and welcome back to Modern Geekdom. On this week's episode, we're discussing epic tech failures. In this case, MoviePass. Stick around. Julie, do the thing. Modern Geekdom. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Modern Geekdom. Would you kindly shut your noise hole? Exterminate. All systems go, Michael. Give it your bottom. Uh, hell with it. Modern geekdom. All right, we're back. Sorry, everybody. Again, this is actually attempt number two of us recording, and I have to apologize for the second time because last week us missing an episode was my fault. My fault. Sorry, guys. And, <laughs> and re-recording ten seconds in—that's that, my fault. So tech failures, yeah. you know. It's just keeps yeah, it's actually and more more you know user error, but <laughs> well, it's a little apropos because that's exactly what the topic of our discussion tonight is going to be. It's tech failures, and it's like last week I had a technical glitch where I swear I had seen it in the corner of my eye. Everything was recording for the first at least five minutes, and then I must have been paying attention to the discussion, and something glitched, and only ten minutes of my actual. You know, recording it got uh, saved, and and that was it. So, well, unfortunately, we all got a little lost in in, uh, in in Ty's discussion there. Uh, yeah, it was intense. And, it was. Uh, I guess nobody can blame you on that, but nobody no. will ever hear it. So, oh well. Sorry, sorry, folks. everybody. Well, I apologize to Ty, who again, like, was that the first time in the month, two months, almost? It was the yeah, first time in like seven weeks, I think, that all four of us were here. Yeah, and, 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 and now Ty's gone again. And now Ty's gone again. And he brought it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went off like, sorry, Ty. Yeah, you, you did good work. You did all the research. You did. You knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> and then Magical blueberries. Yep. Uh-huh. Magical blueberries. Oh, well. Maybe, maybe Nobody we'll find is ever going to get that because that's the lost episode. Lost yep. episode. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm pretty sure that I posted that to Facebook. So at least that article. So that's what we're talking hey, about. Yeah, you did. I, I saw it. So at least there's that. But on the topic of tech failures, I just want to rant about MoviePass because it's just, it's killing me. Like I, I, back in April, bit the bullet when they had a year subscription for $7.95 a month, $90 total. And I bit the bullet and I, and I paid it outright. And I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be the perfect time to try out MoviePass. See if it's actually worth it. See if it's... You know, something that lives up to the hype. And for the most part, no. Hmm. No. So it's, it's been all I, over I the place say, for the past few months. Before we continue to rip into MoviePass, because I think it needs to be ripped into. But I, I want to say that I, I feel like their premise is worthwhile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, especially for, you know, your general movie-going audience. You know, I, I think I see probably, you know three or four movies a year, like depending on, you know, what all's going on and what movies are coming out and right. Uh, you know, what the, uh, you know, what, <laughs> what amount of movies tickle my fancy enough to be able to, to have to try and, you know, work a movie into, in, into my, you know, quote unquote busy lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I, I think if the, I think they were a little too ambitious and we'll go from there, and I'll, I'll get into my point later. But go go ahead with, with what you were talking about, Jay. Well, Finish your story. I didn't mean to you're right. I mean, they were a little ambitious. Here's the thing. MoviePass, not in its current iteration, but this is 
I don't know how many different iterations later, was founded in 2011. And to start, it was something like $50 a month or whatever the subscription was uh, at the time. And it wasn't picked up by some major movie theater chains. Uh, they got some serious hostility from AMC theaters. And it just kept having to evolve because of, you know, for various reasons. But here's where we are today with MoviePass. So as of today, being Wednesday, August 8th, 2018, MoviePass, the CEO of MoviePass has come out and said they feel like they've finally figured out their business model, which is like, Okay, seven years later, they finally figured out their business model. I don't know how they've made it this long, but seven years later. So here it is. Well, technically, they haven't made it this long. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so it was when I got my MoviePass subscription back in April, beginning of April, it was unlimited amounts of movies, um, as many as you wanted to see in a month, for nine ninety five, Or not nine ninety five. it was seven ninety five. But then... Once that deal expired, it was going to go back up to nine ninety five. But it was supposed to be the same thing, where it was unlimited movies, any theater didn't matter what. Um, you could go and see the same movie more than once if you wanted to. You just couldn't go see the same movie in the same day. Like those were like they had very minimal limitations on the service then. And then later that same month, they started curtailing things like. They got this massive influx of sub subscribers, and then they realized they couldn't handle the amount of movies or that that the amount of money it was going to cost them for the amount of movies that the new subscribers were actually going and seeing. Hmm. And so they had to start cutting back on some of the perks and the benefits. So within well, and part of the reason for that is that they they never had any kind of discounted pricing model. Yeah. Through the any of the any of the individual theaters, so they're yep. still paying full price for these tickets that the users are going to purchase. Yeah, but the user is still only paying, you know, seven ninety five or nine ninety five per month. Yeah, which so, after one movie is right. That's your ticket. You you go like and, after that. And you have people that are going to you know thirty movies a month. Yeah, I mean, wow. You know, they'll live at the at, theater. They'll go for the air conditioning. <laughs> you know, at anywhere between <laughs> ten and twenty dollars of showing. Yeah, like you're looking at you know upwards of six hundred dollars a month for somebody that's paying nine ninety five. There yeah, are people that do that. Yes, for I, example, were, yeah. for example, <laughs> the month of May, MoviePass spent forty million dollars paying out to the theater chains. For, for their subscribers, on the behalf of their subscribers, for that many movie tickets that were purchased. $40 million for that one month. They weren't bringing in $40 million in that month. It got so bad that last month in July, they had to take out a $5 million high interest rate, extremely bad loan Ooh. just to pay their vendors. Now, granted, they were able to pay that loan back from a Russian bank. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was, it was like some, kidding. I forget, no, like Wall Street brokers. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, like they, they were able to pay it back, but it was, it was not pretty. And it just, it put the writing on the wall. Like it, as awesome as the concept is to be able to pay a subscription fee, to be able to go and see movies at the theater. They didn't plan for this. And here's the thing too. 
it's only 15% of all of their customers that wreak all the havoc. The rest go and see maybe one a week to a month. It's those 15% that are going and seeing two or three a week. And that was completely dominating and overtaking their system. And they couldn't pay for it. And it's just one of those things where it's like, they since I got my subscription, which has not even been six months, when I got it since then, they've changed their terms of service five times. Ooh. Maybe even six, because it's been, if you count this new finalized plan, quote unquote, finalized business model, that's two business models in the last week alone, last seven days. And they've just been bouncing around trying to figure out what they're doing. They'll say one thing, they're going to say that they're going to do, um, you know, whatever they're going to restructure their business model as for going forward, not even like a short term, but going forward. And then like within a week or a few days, they'll change it again because of, I don't know what backlash they realize it's not feasible. They just come out and say stuff and whether or not they can actually make it work or not, (laughs) they just come (laughs) out and say stuff. It's like one of the worst run businesses I have ever heard of. Like even Uber as awful of company as Uber is. I I feel like Uber was a little bit better run in the beginning. Than movie pass currently is so as of the middle of june 2018 movie pass had somewhere around 3 million subscribers yeah so if you take and assume that all of those subscri- subscribers are paying ten dollars a month which they're not because some of them, like you, bought into the program before it was $10 a month, when it was yep. only $7 a month or $8 a month. But even if you put all of them at $10 a month, you're looking at $30 million a month. Right? Huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty easy math. So if you've got a $10 million loss in a month, you then not only have to break even the next month, but you have to have a third of your subscribers then basically not go to the movies at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And and, and, and during the summer, and, I mean, that's not going to happen. Right. I, what kills me is that they, right now, they've got it set that first run, pre, whatever they're dubbing premium releases... So, like, Mission Impossible Fallout, that's being dubbed a premium release. The Meg, which starts on Friday, that's being dubbed a premium release. You won't be, as a MoviePass subscriber, you will not be able to go and view that movie for the first two weeks of it being in theaters. Which, okay, they might stick around long enough for you to be able to see it after two weeks. There's some movies that are only in theaters for two weeks. Now, granted, if... if Like the Meg... Yeah, like the Meg probably will not be in theaters for that long. As as optimistic as I would like to be about that movie, because I am looking forward to it, I don't see it overtaking any kind of short-term records for staying in theaters longer than maybe three, maybe four weeks at absolute most. I think and you're probably going to be right about that. Yeah. And Here's it's the thing. Like, movie Pass is not going to survive if you're not going to be able to go out and see movies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> on, on release day. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. No. What what they need to do is take a realistic approach to it and say, for nine ninety five a month, you can go see three movies a month. Which is what they're doing right now. Which, which is their current is model. Well within their ability to offer. Yep. And... Well, according to Make their, let, let's just see this. According to their website, as of right now, as of nine forty-five p.m. on August eighth, two thousand eighteen, their Movie Pass website has two plans. They've got their Movie Pass for seven ninety-five per month. That's three movies per month, cancel at any time. Movie Pass Plus, enjoy a new movie every day, but one movie a day, nine ninety-five a month, cancel any time. That seems a bit dumb to me. I would fully suspect that they should double the normal movie pass rate. It should at least be fourteen ninety five minimum for one movie a day and make those fifteen percent start paying their fair share if they're going and taking advantage of the system. But that's not what they've currently got. And I don't know how much longer this will sit, but according to the news uh, according to CNN, and this is an article that was published today, um, after speaking with the CEO, they're only talking about three movies a month for $10. Like, that's not, for me, that's reasonable. Yeah, I reasonable. would continue to subscribe for that price. But as of right now, which is the disconcerting part, is their website still says one movie a day, for ten dollars a month, or three movies per month, for eight dollars, and it's just those little things that make me a little wary about re-upping my yeah. subscription with them, because all this stuff keeps changing and it's just it's it's gonna go downhill. Well, see, and here's the thing for me is I'm if I were signing up for this. And obviously, I you know I have I'm married, have two kids, I work full time. I I'm not gonna go see more than three movies a month. Like I just yeah. I, I don't have time. Yep. So nine ninety five, even though it's only two dollars more a month, and I can go see more than three movies a month, it seems odd to me to even consider seeing four movies a month. Like, let alone a movie every day. But obviously, mm. I'm not, you know, what are I'm those not people? the type of person that has that, yeah. that has that free time available. Yeah. But I probably am their target person to try and rope in with this nine ninety five per month movie pass. Yeah, probably. Because as far as I'm concerned, like, looking at the schedule of movie releases over the coming months, I would probably only see, on average two movies a month and if there's a third so if you know if i continue and i only if i have three movies a month to play with then yeah okay maybe there's a movie that i would otherwise wait for you know video that i might just go see anyway because i can but looking at the regular release schedule unless it's again middle of summer or around between Thanksgiving and Christmas when some of the bigger movies other you know the second season 
kicks in. Like I, there's not going to be so many movies out at any given time that I'm going to want to go see more than two movies a month, if not three. So it makes perfect sense, but that's, it just blows my mind that there's people that were taking advantage of it and seeing literally every movie possible. Uh, there's not, there's nothing that surprises me about that. And if they weren't prepared for that to happen, yeah, I, that's on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably like, a lot of I'm younger not going people. out and seeing movies. I that is right. It's it's I mean, younger if, people if who got them for like Christmas. Got movie 16, passes. Sixteen, seventeen years old. Yeah, this is exactly what I'd be signing up for. I'd be using my summer vacation and going to see as many movies as I could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, because why that, not? Because I got nothing better to do other than, you know, maybe work <laughs> at whatever job I'm working at. Yeah. All you got to do is make your $10 per month to feed your movie <laughs> habit. <laughs> so it's not like you got, you know, to be working a ton. You could absolutely yeah, be go, able to You walk down the street and go mow, you know, Mrs. Smith's lawn for 10 bucks. Yeah. Or you work a retail job, movies. you go, go see a movie after work. Yeah, right. Go work at a mall, work at any you know complex, and you work right around the corner from a theater. Go see one movie every single evening after work, so you don't have to be home. Yeah, it. I guarantee you, that's got to be that fifteen percent, and then it's the adults who are like, "Ah, I don't have time," or "Ah, "I don't don't feel like seeing all of the horror movies that constantly come out," or whatever. The easiest. It's like the easiest date promotion ever. Like, hey, you want to go see a movie? And then you're thinking in your head, yeah. like, my movie's free. I just got to pay for hers. It's like paying for one movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I don't want to go see that movie again. It's probably you know? not even, out like, 16-year-old. I, I can take out my Tuesday girl and go see a movie. I can take out my Wednesday <laughs> girl and go see a movie. It's take probably, like, Thursday 17, 18 year a different movie. I guarantee you, it's got to be, like, 17 to 20-year-olds who are making up that 15% because they're the ones who have oh, the dude, widest variety of Oh, dude, I know a lot of, like, mid-20-somethings, you know, mid-to-late-20-somethings that I work with that have nothing better to do. Yeah, but it's just like when you're 17, 18, 19, and 20, your options are far more limited than a 21 on up, right? So if your options are more limited and you have this ability to go see a movie whenever you want and you're old enough to go see rated R flicks, you can see any movie that comes out at any time. And that would be, I guarantee yeah. you, that that would be the, the, the people that would absolutely do that. So this is, again, this is an absolute business fail on MoviePass's part. Why they don't do an unlimited plan for nineteen ninety five a month or three movies for $10 a month. Seems like it makes all because, more sense. Yeah, I feel that... Sustain. Ten, yeah, I feel that three movies a month or four movies a month, whichever, one a week... Uh, for $10 a month, if that's a sustainable business model, I feel like that's fair. That's absolutely 100% fair. And Look, I would be happy to pay could, that money. You could price this at five movies a month at nineteen ninety five a month. And it would still be and a good deal. And it would still be a fantastic deal. Yeah. But that's just it. Like, why are they not putting the price even higher? Why not put the price at fourteen ninety five or nineteen ninety five? For... Because they're not running their business appropriately. Yeah, and that's just and, and that's the whole problem. Yeah, and it's they, just an absolute. They've priced cluster. themselves out of their own market because they can't afford to keep up with the way that people are seeing movies. Yeah, 
And instead of dealing with it, it, you know, in any fashion to actually deal with it, they continue to change their program and change their plan and try and work around, you know, figuring out, you know, whether to increase pricing or what's going to make people mad. Well, guess what? At this point, if you're increasing the pricing on your existing customers, you're going to make your existing customers mad. Yeah. What you need to do is take your loss on your existing customers, set up your plans appropriately on your new customers, bringing them in, and move forward. And then once you finally, you know, get, you know, four, five, six million, you know, six million subscribers, then you have, you know, enough weight to sit there and, and, you know, potentially work out, you know, cost-saving deals with the theaters. Like, hey, we're going to put you know, butts in seats for, you know, this number of movies, you know, yeah. at and at any given time, let's make a deal, you know, if this if this ticket is costing a regular person $12 to go see the the movie, sell it to me for 6 and I'll sell it to my customers as hey, this theater, you know, you can see two movies a a week from this theater whereas you can only see one movie a week from another theater. Yeah. Like you and know, on top hey, of that, guess, they need to they need what? to help Cinemark. You can go see as many movies as you want because Cinemark's giving me a deal and only charging me five dollars for a movie. It's going to charge you twelve for. Yeah, doesn't they need seem to do that. that. They need to. No, it really it's doesn't. Not complicated. That's why I don't understand. And it really what doesn't the, like what the I first, problem is. With I a first saw them seven years wanting old. to. I first saw them wanting to up the price to fourteen ninety five for whatever. I think it was four movies a month, and I'm sitting there going, okay, well. If you go and see even like a discounted movie, right now Cinemark in our area on Tuesdays has their discount day. All day long, it's $6 to go see whatever movie you want. So given that at $14.95, at any movie in the country, at any movie theater in the country, at any movie in the country, like that's seeing two movies, paying for two movies, and then getting two more for free. That's a really good deal at $14.95. If it's going to sit at... Nine ninety five, which is what they're saying right now, for three movies, that's still a really good deal. So, I mean, now granted, I'm not sure I'd necessarily want to uh, be constantly going to the discounted shows if I'm spending nine ninety five, you know, and only seeing one movie a month. I feel like I'd run the risk of giving MoviePass more money than I'm, you know, spending on their behalf. But, yeah, but it's not hard to figure that out. No, Come on, I mean, exactly. this is like, th- this is second grade math here. <laughs> like, yeah. it, you know, it, at nine ninety five a month, it, you almost don't even have to see one movie to make it worthwhile. Yeah. You go, you go see, you know, a three D movie where you're paying fifteen dollars. Uh, you, you, you can't see three D movies. I, anyway, I I know you can, <laughs> but it if they, you know. Let's take a regular movie theater in New York City. They're going to charge you twenty dollars for a regular showing of a movie. Yeah, I you know, you're not even you're not even paying half of that movie ticket up front, so you get half a movie for what you're paying for unlimited movies for for the month. I, this is a no brainer. Yeah, I yeah. for the life you know, of me, it, and like- if and if. And I think where where I struggle with what they're doing right now is they're alienating people from signing up for this service, which is 
really ridiculously cheap. So stop stop changing your plans. Stop changing you know stop changing your price point, stop changing your plans. Figure out a price point that works whether it's 9.95 or 14.95 per month and run with it and leverage your subscriber base. Yeah. See, and then on top of that, they need to start doing that exact same thing. At this point, they need to. They not only need to deal get deals tickets. from. Yeah, they need to get deals from the theaters for large subscriber base. But they also need to get. Now, Grant, I understand that the movie theaters have been balking at this entire thing since day one, and that hasn't changed in seven years. But if you get a large enough subscriber base, they might actually start to work with you a little bit. On top of that, the one so, thing that they were saying that they were always going to do was sell that demographic information back to the studios. You know, all this user information, all the information they're getting about locations and times and age groups and all of these different things and how many movies, et cetera, they were going to leverage all that information and sell it back to the studios. That never came to fruition. So here's the other thing that they should be doing. They should be requiring all subscribers to this to take surveys you know like you and i subscribe to or do you actually kook still subscribe to um i do tons google's, of surveys, but that yeah. doesn't like, like google's I, rewards I, and stuff like that like i just, think that i think that by forcing people to do it oh, you're gonna turn off some people what it's what they really need to be doing if you go see a movie you have to answer three questions about about it like twice a month Every other movie you go see, you have to answer like That's three terrible questions either. about it. That's not. And you could actually have legitimate inf- – because right now, they have literally no information on me other than my name and where I'm located and what theater I go to. That's it. How are you going to leverage that information to your benefit to get you know, money back from the studios? You're not. But if I give you a little bit of information about my moving-going habits – if I like I went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp again today because I'm trying to – see as many movies as I can using my uh, movie pass until I can no longer go see movies with it until the company goes under. But if they had given me a little three or five, you know, question survey immediately after the movie or before the movie or something like that. And I was like, you know, why I wanted to go see it. Is this the type of movie that I regularly go see, whatever, and just make them very, very simple. It take you 30 seconds to go through to a minute to go through. That's some good information. Now that's something you could possibly sell. And it's not, and, and for the sake of a discount so, and some free tickets, basically, that's not awful. But they're just, they don't, what information do they really have to be able to sell to the studios to make up the money difference? They've got or, none. Or, or even AMC. Did you buy a thing of popcorn when you were here? You know, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> exactly. The, oh, the, you're going to see it at an AMC theater. Like, how do you feel mm-hmm. about the pricing and. How are our bathrooms? That, yeah, do something that the uh, the to help the theaters because right now, like I go to Cinemark because it's the one closest to me and they've got the awesome recliner seats and gorgeous screens and everything like that. But mostly because it's the one closest to me, and I never see anything like I've got the Cinemark app on my phone for a few little things I've, here and there. But I never. It's not like it comes up with surveys or any way for me. I've to got it. Provide feedback. I, I've got the way that they can fix it. Okay. So hear me out. I thought we already did though, but <laughs> we've, we've, so, given, we've given about ten different ways to fix it. Yeah. So so hear me out real quick. Okay. 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 Movie theaters 
are making their money on concessions. Can we agree yes. to that? Yep. They, like that's where, as a theater owner, that's where you're making your money. You're, amusement you're making par- your amusement money parks, pro and concessions, you know, pro sports, pretty much. Mo- yeah. Most places, yeah. fast food places, uh, you know, amusement parks, all of this. The, the the where you're making the highest profit margin. Number one is drinks, but oh, yeah. especially in a movie theater, you know, popcorn is ridiculously cheap to produce and ridiculously stupid expensive to buy at a movie theater. Yeah. So here's what you do. You link up the movie pass app. You update the app to say track the amount of concessions that your that your customers are are consuming along with their movie pass ticket. Not giving them free concessions, yeah. but giving them, you know, having them track the amount of concessions that they're using. And then at a certain number of concessions, give them free concessions so say hey you know what if you show me that when you're going to the theater you're buying you know popcorn if you buy four popcorns i'll load the money for the fifth one onto your movie pass card so not only at that point do you get then your ticket for your movie pass but on your fifth movie you then get you know your you know a thing of popcorn for free yeah that seems ridiculously so, stupid. Easy, not you know? right. So and and just have it carry over. Like don't don't have it end each month because you don't want to force people to have to go to more movies per month because then you're losing money on your movie pass. So yep. say I only go to two movies this month and I only go to two movies next month. Well, guess what? If I go to two movies, then the month later, that first movie that I go to that month later, I get free popcorn with my movie. Yeah. Or get, and that, or, that or, then that then entices me to go back out to the movie theater on that on that third month. Yep. But what that does then is that gives you leverage to say, look, I've got people coming in, not only buying movie tickets and putting butts in seats, but I've got people buying concessions every time they come into the movie theater. Yeah. So if I've got you know, data that shows that every time one of my customers is coming to your movie theater, not only are they, you know, put filling a seat and filling a, you know, filling an ad viewing experience through your, through your trailers and the ads that you're selling through your theater, but I've also got them purchasing concessions at your concession stand for list price each time they're going into the movie theater as well. Yeah. Discount my tickets. Discount the tickets for me so I can get more people in your seats, more people in your theater buying tickets, buying uh, buying concessions, and viewing your ads. And then you can then, in turn, translate that to, hey, we've got, at the very least, this number of people seeing our ads every month. It's going to cost you this much more to put your ad on our screen because we've got this many more people that we can show have been watching it on a consistent basis each month. Yeah. So even if you're paying then, you know, 14.95 a month for your movie pass because the regular movie ticket is $10. So you're you're getting essentially for the price of a movie and a half, you're getting four movies a month then. The theater is then able to not only get you on concessions but also to leverage your then ad viewing experience. Where's where's the lose? Yeah. I mean, they do like I guarantee you that they've been trying to come up with a bunch of stuff with theaters. It's just that a lot of the theaters 
I, like I hate to think that it's you know the the salespeople and whoever else at MoviePass that are just failing epically at coming up with alternatives I, for the theater. They've showed me that they're failing epically because they've been doing the same thing for seven years and not leveraging any of it. Yeah, but that's just it. Like we don't know if they've been coming up with these ideas and and trying to talk to the theaters about them. Or not? No, I, I I don't know that, but I can tell you that over seven years they've not been able to make yeah. it work. So presumably, whatever options that they're coming up with to work out stuff with theaters, it's not working, and they need to come up with some new options because because it, they just it, keep running into the same wall. And this is this is what gets me on it, and this and this is why I think that they really haven't been able to come up with an with an idea that works because the theater. It, you know they're selling you a bucket of popcorn for nine dollars. They're they're essentially selling you five cents worth of popcorn for nine dollars. You know they're selling you a box of candy that I guarantee costs them fifty cents to buy in bulk for seven fifty or whatever their you know whatever their their ridiculous candy pricing is at this point. Yeah. They're selling you, you know, 30 ounces of soda, which literally costs them pennies for five, six dollars a, a pop. Yeah. I mean, this is this is where they're making their money. They know this is where they're making their money. All you need to do is leverage the people coming in and purchasing it. And and in order to do that, you have to be able to track what people are purchasing. What you have to be able to show is that we are making an impact in your ability to sell the concessions, we, we are making an impact in where you make your money. Because just putting them in the seat is not enough. Purchasing the ticket, because the, the theater itself is not making all that much money, if anything, off of the actual ticket price. There, yeah. There's a large percentage of that that's going back to the studio. It's almost the entire thing. Yeah, it's something right. like... It's more than... It's, it's, I think it's I, more than 80%. It's... It's probably something stupid like 96% of the ticket yeah. price. So show the theaters that your company can affect their bottom line by impacting the amount of concessions that they're selling. Yeah. And in order to do that, you have to be able to show that people are purchasing these things. Yep. So make an update to your app. Have people track the number of concessions that they're ordering. Have them just upload a you know a screen print of the receipt or something. Like, or hey, put a uh, you know, just if you're gonna buy concessions, get the, put a get QR the theater code in on it. Put right. a QR code. Have them scan the QR code. It doesn't give you a discount. Well, until it does, eventually build up the discounts. But at least right. it logs the purchase, and you can build up. Exactly. Yeah, just do because the QR code the, thing. the whole point of it is to get the data. The All right. whole point of it is to show you know we've got. 4 million subscribers that are all going to an average of, you know, a movie and a half a month. Every time they're going into the movie theater, they're purchasing, you know, a bucket and a half of popcorn. Yeah. A tub. Right. A large tub. So, you know, we're (laughs) giving you, you know, we're essentially giving you, you know, at, at four and a half million, you know, at four million subscribers or whatever they're at right now, if you're averaging six dollars a giant tub of popcorn, you know, you're at what twenty four million dollars. Yeah. Know, here's your twenty four million dollars in revenue. 
And if you want to... Give me a discount on my ticket price. Yeah, and if you don't want to... Otherwise, I'm going to take my $24 million in revenue and go somewhere else. Yeah, and on top of that, if you want to you know, incentivize the cardholder, the subscribers, a little bit more and into actually going out and buying um, concessions, then give them, work out those deals. So if you're at a Cinemark and you just checked in at a Cinemark, it doesn't really matter if it's them or if it's an AMC or whoever else. Just, you know... Work it out with the theater chain to say, okay, well, if you want my people, you know, our subscribers to buy concessions, give us like a dollar off, whatever, you know, or a free drink with a purchase. Just give those coupons. Like through the Cinemark app, I get, if I use the uh, the Cinema mode, which turns all of the functions off on my phone, you know, the ringer and, and the lights and the everything else, it turns all that stuff off on my phone. And if I use that, it almost every time gives me some sort of coupon for like either a free small popcorn with the purchase of a drink or a free small drink with the purchase of a popcorn or right. like something like that. Just get some of those coupons from them and well, make the them thing. work through the movie pass app. AMC has already been, I believe they even brought out their own kind of movie pass competitor. Yeah. Service. So did Cinemark. Yeah. So, you know, and it is what it is, but at the same time, I, you know, I, why not try and partner with one of these theaters? Like, I, I, I'm not saying that you want to limit your business, but at least, you know, th- then you could run promotions. Like, hey, you can go to any theater, but why not go to a Cinemark? Maybe you can get a popcorn. You can, or you get like, an extra movie a know, month. or Right. Yeah. Like, you know, or you, th- get, you get four movies a month, but if you go to Cinemark, you get five. Like, yeah. You, you know. Yeah, they really need to start doing that. I mean, it's these are practical things too. I mean, this is this is nothing that's going to cost the the theaters necessarily much money. Um, you know, simple discounts on concessions that actually get people to buy concessions. That's you know something that they're already doing. You may as well put it through uh, the app because that's going to get those subscribers and those uh, you know uh, theater attendants. To actually go and spend money on your concessions. But on top of that, like I, I personally feel like between those sorts of things and simple um, surveys requiring users to, to do simple three-question surveys, whatever, three to five questions, something that doesn't take long that you can do instantaneously while you're even waiting for the movie to start. You know, or even there, you can have them where it's it's for the theater chains. So anything about user um, demographics and what their interests are about seeing movies at certain times of the day, certain days of the week, whatever, certain times of the year, what their movie going habits are for the theater chains. And then even partner again with the studios and be like, well, what does uh, what did you think about this movie? How did you would it be some would you be interested in recommending it to friends? Would you be interested in? Owning it on digital? Would you be interested in owning it on Blu-ray? You know, any of those little things. Like, that can't be difficult to do. So why aren't they doing it? Because it takes money that they don't have right now. That's true. But it it also comes down to this. At this point, why would you as a movie studio, you know, as a movie um, company, movie theater company, sorry, why would you want to even listen to their ideas? They're, They're changing their terms of service constantly yeah. exactly um yeah i would say well that's they a good idea some... but i'm yeah no no thanks no not with you guys <laughs> yeah they really right. need to get some stability under them first 
Well, I, I don't see any scenario where that happens at this point. Well, here's but the other thing either. that they really I, need I think to that never they provided do again. a good. I think they've provided a good idea to other people. Yeah, and but I, I don't it. see them. I, I don't see them lasting because they haven't been able to just put together an idea and follow through. Yeah. Well, the other thing that they failed to do, I mean, they try to create partnerships. Like they try to create a partnership with iHeartRadio. But that has nothing to do with movies. So why would they do that with iHeartRadio? That's the dumbest thing I've heard. Wasted energy and money. Yeah. You know, just because they can do it doesn't mean they should do it. And here's the other thing. Like, one thing that they... The radio while I'm watching a movie. Exactly. But it's like, (laughs) something else that they need to never, ever, ever do again is help fund films. Like, they, there's two films that came out this year uh, back in June. American Animals and Gotti. Both of which they helped. I I think they both helped fund the distribution, not necessarily the production, but the distribution of the films. And it's just idiotic. I've heard some things about Gotti. Yeah, so have I. (laughs) And it's just like they should have never, ever, ever spent the money on those two projects. Because, one, they're unlikely to make money back until those things go to – Doing the bidding. Yeah, go to video because once they're in theaters and you're pushing your own subscribers to go see the movie, guess what? You're not paying yourself, but you're not paying you're literally throwing even more money away to the the theaters. You're not getting anything in return from those two productions. So until it goes to video, you're not making anything off of them. So it's not necessarily because if you're figuring that, you know, and I, like I said, I don't know what the exact number is, but if you're figuring 90-some percent of the ticket price is going back to the studio, if you are if you can figure out a way to get a portion of that or at least a, a, you know some of that to come back to you as a, as a backer of the film, part of your ticket price then is essentially paying yourself. Yeah, but you're less likely to actually like make a significant portion off of that because you're fundamentally paying yourselves so instead of other people paying you money to see a movie you've made which to a degree yes you would have with american animals and both Gotti, like they, they didn't make much so they obviously didn't not only were their subscribers not really seeing the movie but nobody was seeing those movies <laughs> and it's just like you're you're basically giving your money to the theater and then getting it back so you're not necessarily losing a ton of money, but you're also not gaining much either. Like whatever they helped spend on the distribution of those films is probably what they saw in return, if that, from non-subscribers seeing those movies. And it's just one of those things where it's a complete waste of money. They should have never done it to begin with. Like if they're – I understand that they're trying to emulate Netflix and, and Amazon at this point. But Netflix and Amazon are completely different things. They control the distribution entirely. They don't have to give somebody else money to be right. able to, you know, showcase those projects. They're not like MoviePass is not Netflix. They should not be wasting money on productions. As much as I like more companies coming onto the scene to provide money for productions, in this case, I think it's a really bad business choice on their part so they just need to not do that anymore because I, I guarantee you that was millions I don't know how many millions but that was millions that they did not need to be not need to be spending so I mean first things first they need to solidify their business model 
Second thing, once they've created some stability, they'll get back some users and some subscribers. They'll gain back the subscriber trust. And then from there, they got to come up with something that really gets people to not only enjoy movies at theaters again, but also gets the theaters more involved and even the studios involved. That doesn't have to do with giving them necessarily, you know, movie pass discounted tickets, at least not right away, but something, man. I don't know. I mean, do we have, do we have any, yeah, uh, any ideas or you know, well, we predictions on the viability of movie pass in the near future? I don't think it's going to be around much longer. <laughs> I I would like to see it stick around. I'd like to be able to see them restructure and, and get the right mix. But I, I feel like they've alienated enough people at this point with the way that they are changing things up constantly. And, and there is a lack of stability there that I think they've scared too many people away. Yeah. I mean, since probably... Definitely since April, but even further back than that, I'd say even since February. So you're looking at seven months out of this year. It's just been a roller coaster for MoviePass. And seven months is a long time. I mean, they're just, it's not like it was a one off, you know, a bad month here, or they had like one business plan. Like that whole iHeartRadio edition, I, fine, whatever. It's a throwaway. They they were testing the waters, I get it, but like they've tried to do so many different things and they've just failed at them, and them changing direction within days of changing directions <laughs> just makes you feel like this company doesn't know what the hell it's doing. Yeah, so Fab, fabulous idea. It's yeah, just... I mean we love the idea. Don't get us wrong. Like we really definitely appreciate and enjoy and love the idea. But as far as a business is concerned, they've got some they've they've got some, you know, things to figure out. Still. And they gotta stay out of the news too. Yeah. I mean I swear to God, and yeah. it's not just because like I'm I'm an actual movie pass subscriber, but I've been seeing them in the news for every single day for the past probably two weeks. Yeah. And that's not good. Like that uh, just once is is concerning enough i'm like okay what happened to movie pass is it going under officially what what's going on no but yeah almost every single day for the past two weeks i don't know like my my plan isn't up until april of next year i'm not even if i wanted to cancel it now i wouldn't get my money back so i'm not going to so i'm just going to try and and play it out and see as you know as many movies as i can possibly see using it I've got a couple more to go to get my money's worth, and then everything after that is bonus. Yeah. So no, no matter what, I feel like so long as I hit a certain amount of movies, I'll have gotten my money's worth. And it'll just been like paying in advance. So if they go out of business by the end of September, I should be fine. <laughs> but I would kind of like to have seen a couple of movies for quote-unquote free at that point, you know? Yeah. Since that's kind of what was promised in the beginning. But oh well. So I mean we'll keep up to we'll keep up with what's going on with MoviePass. Obviously, they you know, they're pretty set. The CEO came out today and said that they're pretty set with this business model. 
going forward. Um, we'll keep an eye on it. Obviously, I'm a subscriber, so I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on it. But, And again, like we'll be talking more about epic tech fails in uh, future episodes. So yeah. be sure to stick around for those ones. And as far as you two are concerned, start thinking about them. Like we've got, we've got a couple of awesome articles. We could absolutely talk about that next week as well. Yeah, right on. If we wanted to. So, but I think that's it. It's getting late and we're out of here. Sounds like a plan. Cool. All right. All Hope right. you're listening, Movie Pass. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, listen to us. <laughs> All right, we're out. Say goodnight, right. fellas. Good night. Good night. See you, people. All right, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, follow on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, be sure to check us out on the Facebooks and the Twitters, and we will see you all in the next episode.